After a couple of months of testing, the Army is rolling out a new virtual t desktop capability across the force in the coming weeks. It's part of a big push to give soldiers and civilians more flexibility in where and how they can access their workstations. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday joins me with the latest here. and This is uh, virtual VDC, they call it, to replace their virtual private networks that sprung up during COVID. That's right. It's cloud-based, and that's a pretty big difference, meaning that the data here will reside in the cloud, in Microsoft's cloud, because this is Microsoft Azure's virtual desktop capability. The Army uh, is giving their soldiers and civilians access to this virtual desktop so that they can kind of access their workstations through their own personal laptops and they don't need a, a government-furnished device anymore. It started out as a pilot program with the National Guard and Reserve just this past fall, run out of the uh, Army's Enterprise Cloud Management Agency. And just last week, Army Chief Information Officer Raj Iyer said he's getting rid of his government-furnished laptop and he's going to start using this capability from his own personal MacBook. So this is a big development potentially for hundreds of thousands of Army users. Right. And with virtual desktop, the laptop you use or whatever you use to access it is just basically serving as a terminal for display and input, but doesn't really store or process data. Is this part of the Army's bigger modernizing IT effort? That's right. Also, this just this past fall, the Army rolled out Google Workspace to about 250,000 users, and that gives those users the ability to use things like Gmail and Docs and other Google Workspace capabilities from their own personal laptops. Again, uh, the Army also began piloting Bring Your Own Device earlier this year, allowing soldiers and, and civilians to use their personal mobile phones to connect to government systems. Again, that's just a pilot right now, but that's something that they're looking at broadening out in the future, too. So Iyer, the Army CIO, kind of staked out this big vision for Army IT just last week at the Department of Defense Intelligence Information System, or DOTUS, conference in San Antonio, Texas. It's got to be where we enable our warfighters to be able to access data from any device anywhere. And this is where all of our efforts around getting to virtual desktops is so important. If the data is in the cloud and that's where it resides, and you're able to leverage commercial transport to get to that data anywhere in the globe, then you should be able to bring any device to be able to get access to it. And again, that's Raj Iyer, the Army's CIO, speaking at last week's DOTUS conference. And what happens next now? They've got to really scale this up then. That's right. There's a lot of users in the Army, and, and they're looking to roll this out over the coming year. For more on those next steps, I actually caught up with Iyer on the sidelines of the DOTUS conference in San Antonio. How soon do you think that will roll out to the kind of entire force? So it's rolling out in two weeks. Two weeks. So the infrastructure is all set and ready to go. The early adopters have been on for about a month. I actually came on last uh, last night, two days ago, to see how well it works, and uh, it's it's fast. It works really well, and um, and so I have uh, I have approved it to go army wide. Uh, we're not forcing or mandating anybody to use it. So what we're hoping is that everybody that has an account today in our uh, Army 365 Office 365 environment will have an account automatically configured. Right, because we were leveraging the same cloud environment to do this. So they have an automatic account already configured, and what we want them to do is to go in, start playing with it, you know, and, and see how well it works for them. Because the idea is to make sure that, you know, it's everybody's use case for how they're going to use it is going to be different across the Army, right? Whether you're active duty, you're a civilian, you're an Army Guard, Reserve, 
they're all going to be different use cases. So we want to make sure that we get everybody to go test it, see how it works for them, identify gaps, and then come back to us, tell us you know, where those gaps might be. And then, you know, I'd say by the end of this fiscal year, you know, we would be in a, ready, in a point where we can go full production across the Army. I still feel like there will be pockets of the Army that, you know, where the data cannot be in the cloud and will have to be on the local desktop. But we got to identify what those use cases are, right? And we, we know there's going to be some, but it's got to be more driven by the pilots and what comes out of it, and then how we address that small subset of users but I expect you know, the bulk majority of the users to be fully migrated over to uh, virtual desktop by the end of 23. Okay. And then for Garden Reserve, are there, is there plans to get them on that? Same, absolutely. So we're making, we're making no distinction. Okay. Yep. And then how does it integrate with the Google Workspace stuff that you guys It won't, right? Because I mean, obviously we're talking at two cloud service providers or two competing solutions. And I think this is part of what we want the assessments to do is you know, we're looking at, we want users to look and compare different solutions and see what works well, right? The advantage of Google Workspace is it is already one that you can use your own personal devices and get to it, right? You don't need a government-furnished laptop. So you have that capability available to you. So do you prefer to do that, or do you want to be in a virtual desktop environment, in a Windows environment, right? And what are the, what are the nuanced differences, and, and, you know, and what are the needs and requirements to really kind of interoperate across the two? right? Do you really need to do that? Is it just as, you know, where you can just go attend a Teams call from, you know, if you're a Google user and vice versa? Or do you actually really need to share documents, right? So, so I think those are all the different types of use cases. We need real users to go try it out, tell us what works and doesn't work, and that'll inform our path forward. Both solutions are here to stay in the Army, right? Question is, who is going to be using which pieces of it? And how do we make sure that you know we also have some level of resiliency? So you know we're not all on one solution. You know we'll have Plan Bs as needed. You know when one doesn't work. Anything else people should know about the rollout or anything like that? No, I, I think you know uh, the good news is technic technologically we've solved all of these pieces, right? So they're all up and running, fully accredited, very secure. I think a lot of people have concerns about you know privacy of data and is something going to be stored on their personal device? And I can tell you we've done all of those assessments. So you know we're not taking away your personal device. There is no you know there's no question of spillage or any, any of that stuff happening. The data completely resides in the cloud on both our BYOD solution through Hypori, but also Azure Virtual Desktop, both solutions, there's no data at rest. And so users should feel comfortable and confident that it's secure, they, their um, personal data is private, and, and we, you know, we've gone through all of the cybersecurity wickets to make sure that it is completely you know, cyber-proof. Raj Iyer, the Army's CIO, speaking with Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday, who he spoke with at the top here, both from the Department of Defense Intelligence Information Systems DOTUS conference in San Antonio last week. Check out Justin's story at federalnewsnetwork.com.